I know you're out there. I can feel you now. I know that you're afraid. You're afraid of us. You're afraid of change. I don't know the future. I didn't come here to tell you how this is going to end. I came here to tell you how it's going to begin. I'm going to hang up this phone, and then I'm going to show these people what you don't want them to see. I'm going to show them a world without you. A world without rules and controls, without borders or boundaries. A world where anything is possible. Where we go from there is a choice I leave to you.
and welcome back, fuckers, to another edition of the Patriot Party Podcast. I am the Mick, and with me, of course, is my better, much more beloved, better half. Me, Lynn. Hello, Patriots. And, uh, well, we come back tonight, and or this afternoon, and we just had on uh, Dr. Cordy Williams. As you can see in the picture there, that was uh, V. Lynn and Dr. Cordy Williams down in Tampa. Uh, he is uh, part of the 1776 Forever Free Project. Uh, there's all We will put links and everything else and descriptions in the bottom of our uh, show notes so you guys can go look it up. But I uh, had a very good interview for, for about 30 minutes. Uh, he has not had the week uh, that I don't think any of us would want to have, to be honest, uh, been a tough week for him so uh he only gave it he only had 30 minutes uh this week but we're definitely bringing him back on uh we're gonna have him back on uh after he actually declares uh what exactly he's running for yep and uh from you can hear at the end he gives uh, a description about the seat he's running for yep so uh folks if you live in california he supports our opinion vote uh vote often uh, use the 10, 10, 10, 10, and 10 rule. And by vote often, he doesn't mean vote multiple times in the same race. He means vote in every election. Yeah, because uh, we can see what happens when we don't vote, folks. We're watching it right now. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I don't know if you can see it or not, but if you're not feeling any of the effects from it, uh, I need to start smoking the same drugs that you are currently on because I need to not feel all the crap that is going on in the world. That'd be great. Yep. So, and Mick left me a little uh, audio challenge here because uh, the, the mics weren't set up correctly. It's all his fault. It's, it is all my fault. It always I take all complete, his fault. So, complete blame so for if the one. audio isn't perfect, then it's his fault. And if it is, then I fixed it. So yay to me. We'll, we'll see how it goes. We'll, we'll see how it works. Uh, you know, <laughs> we do everything you're not supposed to do on yes. podcasting. I mean, we break every single rule. Like there's we certain really rules. Do. You're not supposed to say that this is the third time you've recorded something. You're not, we've done that. Yep. Um, you're not <laughs> supposed to say that you had audio issues. We've done we've that. Done that. Um, we, you know, you're not supposed to say that you've got new equipment. You don't know how to use it. We've, yeah, done, we've done that, that on too. more than one occasion. So <laughs> we do, we break every audio rule in podcasting. But we break every rule everywhere. So, um, yeah, we, I mean, and we encourage here. you to, to do the same. Do not comply. And you'll hear Courtney Williams say that too, uh, throughout this. Do not comply. Civil disobedience right now is the only thing that's going to get our rights back, get our freedoms back that we have willingly given up or a lot of people have willing willingly given up because remember that our freedoms come to us not from the government but from god and the only way that you can lose them is if you willingly give them up so don't do not comply stand up for what you believe in go out and do something so and and he is a per another perfect example of that he is a person who is uh you know he's not complying and uh he's actually going out and doing something about it instead of sitting on his tough I mean, he could sit on his tuckus and just run this 1776 for a free foundation and just let it do its its job. But uh, he still believes that there's something good for this country. Not only that, he's a former Marine um, and, uh, and a doctor and a doctor at that. And again, I give, you know, all the respect in the world. I mean, he's a Marine. I, you know, I served. It doesn't matter if we were in the Army, in the Navy, Marine Corps, Air Force. We give each other a good hard time. But and when it when the metal meets the road, folks we're still there. Uh, we'll, we'll still support each other. Even if I'm, I'm sure if I was running for office and he was doing what I'm doing, I'm sure that he would bring me on his show to talk to me. Um, 
Except if you were running for office, you would have an even bigger problem than he has that he talked about um, with the number of F-bombs that you drop on a regular basis. You know, I didn't say it to him either. I was going to tell him, I was going to say, you know what? You got to stop worrying about that. Uh, That word, it's not a word. It's an acronym. And in the military, we use acronyms all the time. Yes, but understand, too, that he is... uh, Also running for an office. uh, Running for office and a man of faith. and, And a lot of people that have true faith in God do not feel as liberally about cussing as we do. Well, it's not that I feel liberally about it. <laughs> That's about the only thing you feel liberal about. Okay. Well, it might be. <laughs> you might be right. Touche. Touche. Either way, it was a good interview. And again, 30 minutes as promised. Um, it's it's, like, it was actually like 40 minutes. We kept him a little late. Yeah, we kept him a little late. I was he's, really he's trying a great to, person. I was really trying to cut, cut it off to, to get out because I know I, I know what he's going through right now. And uh, I'll leave that up to him if he wants to tell you all what's going on right now in his life. That's not up to us. But all I ask is that you give him some prayers, send some prayers his way because he definitely needs it. Um, and uh, it's been a rough week for him. And uh, I even was contemplating just telling him, hey, you know what? Don't worry about coming on today. We can do this another time. Um, <clears throat> but he wanted to do it. So we uh, pushed through and. Uh, yeah, it was a fantastic interview. And we and it turned out pretty good. Yes. Yep. And we're definitely yep. bringing him back as soon as he declares, as soon as he tells everybody and he keep your ears to the ground, especially if you live in California. He said um, everything I think an America first candidate should say today. And he even explains that a little bit because he says, look, it's not about America. He's like, even though I, I say that, or, well, he talks about the political party situation and he really says, you know, it's not a political party anymore. It's just America. It's about America. Um, and, uh, although we may have disagreed in the past, we completely see eye to eye on everything right now because he did, he does tell you that he did vote for Barack Obama once. Mm, That's okay though. But it's okay. Because you know what? Everything he said today, I completely agree with. Absolutely. And uh, I appreciate his honesty and his integrity. Correct. Because a lot of people wouldn't, would not have said that. And I, I give him more props for that, actually. Um, yeah. So, uh, so please go and support Dr. Cordy Williams at the 1776 Forever Free Project, uh, 1776foreverfree.com. Uh, if you'd like to support us, you can also check out our new sponsors in the show notes. Uh, we'll be having... Uh, Carla from Culture of Life 1972 coming on here if you um, have, uh, in the next couple of days. If you're going to be buying for ladies uh, Christmas, birthdays, but, yep. um, this is where you go because, uh, folks, again, this goes, it supports two great organizations. A, it supports us, which is awesome. And B, it supports uh, anti-abortion funding, you know, through clothes. Um, and that's huge And they're great clothes, us. all made in America. Um, and honestly, it, when you go out Christmas shopping, you should do it soon because the shelves are getting more and more bare by the day and don't seem to be restocked anytime soon. So best to buy products made in America because then you're not worried about them sitting in one of those uh, giant cargo ships that are, you know, hanging out offshore. So um, buy American and uh, support our sponsors. And you can also go to COL1972 and use the promo code Patriot, Patriot Party. Party. All one All word. One word. Yep. All um, capital, yeah. all capital word, uh, letters, just use Patriot party and that will, uh, anything you, you spend, um, a, a percentage of that proceed to come back to us again, helps us and you get a discount as and well. you get a discount as well. Yep. And, uh, we, we look forward to having them on. Uh, we're also just so you're aware for future shows I have, uh, we've been working, I've been trying to get with, uh, a guy cause 
I know I put it out last night or yesterday on the podcast. I'm, I'm going to tell you about it again. We're still working through uh, getting our gold and silver guy on here. The second we get him on here, I'm going to actually have him come on and actually do a show with us. Uh, so that way he can explain the whole, how it works. Um, uh, so you understand, yeah, you, you do actually get physical gold when you invest with this guy. Uh, he sends you a gold bar. You get a gold bar in the mail. That that type of thing comes secured. It's a it's a crazy situation. I heard him speak at the Clay Clark thing. I'm gonna bring him back on. We're gonna have him on specifically just so he can explain to you how this works. And I'm not gonna. I don't want to screw it up because I know there's a lot of questions. A lot of people have asked me a lot of questions. Well, if I'm not supposed to invest, where do I put my money? I'm gonna. We're gonna promote the heck out of this guy because I think this is the way we do it, and I think this is a safer bet than the way other people have been doing it. So, absolutely. I keep. I constantly have people hitting me up on Twitter trying to sell me crypto, and my response to them is, when the power goes out, how am I gonna access my crypto wallet? I would much rather have gold and silver in hand, um, and food and water, um, extra supplies. Those are the things that you need, especially with inflation the way it is and uh, supply chain shortages, um, shipping issues. I mean, just transportation in general is is a mess. So you, you can't depend on those things anymore. Um, also, if you are concerned about your health, as just about everyone is these days, we highly recommend that you go check out uh, Dr. Sherwood's ebook. Uh, about health. It's a free ebook. And then um, you can also get vitamins and supplements, things like that from him. So go to Sherwood.tv backslash Patriot Party, and you can access uh, Dr. Sherwood's ebook for free and learn a bit more about how to stay healthy in today's crazy world. And with that, we also have uh, Nurse Danny. She'll be coming on soon. Um, She is uh, another person that we met through the Clay Clark uh, through Clay Clark, he is—he's uh, really helped us get some guests to come on. Uh, she's the nurse that refused the vax um, and lost her job, and she'll be coming on and doing a spot with us as well. Um, and that—I'm uh, trying to remember exactly the date on that one, but we have her as well. I think she's doing an hour with us. Um, she is, and that is going to be on next Tuesday. Okay, so there you go. Next Tuesday, we will have her on. We'll be uh, sitting down talking to her for an hour, have her tell her story, what happened exactly. Mm-hmm. Uh, so if you're interested to hear what the healthcare, I mean, she's a healthcare professional, folks. And uh, the more and more I see this, the more and more disgust me about this because, man, we see it all over. I've seen some recent stuff on Instagram, TikTok videos of nurses taking off the mask saying, look, I cared for your parents. I cared for your in-laws. I cared for this. I cared for that. And now they fired me because I refused to get the vaccine, even though I worked all the way through the pandemic without the vaccine. And we're hearing stories. I mean, I'm hearing stories every single day. Um, When they tell you that the hospitals are full, it's not that they're out of beds. It's that they're out of nurses because you can only have so many patients per nurse. And when you have no nurses, you can't have any patients. So that's that's kind of where we're at with that. Uh, we'll also have Dr. Stella Emanuel on yep. this, this Saturday. This Saturday. Um, and we were wrong. We thought she was Jamaican, but she's actually Cameroonian. Yeah, she's so, from Cameroon. So. Yeah. Um, but uh, she's amazing. I'm sure everyone's seen her viral video uh, out in front of the Dallas hospital where she worked talking about hydroxychloroquine and uh, all that and how it's a miracle cure for COVID-19 and everything else but she'll be coming on as well and she'll be able to tell her story and her ministry really because she's actually a pastor Um, and I have more questions for her about her ministry than about healthcare I mean I love having doctors on I I love talking to doctors y'all know that healthcare is kind of my shtick right now Um, my my real focus but I think 
everybody's heard what she has to say about healthcare. I think more people need to hear what she has to say about Jesus and her ministry. So, so without further ado, I'm gonna we're gonna send this off with Corey and uh, y'all enjoy. And uh, again, like, share, subscribe, comment, uh, all of the above. Let us know what you think. Um, if you got any qu- further questions, you want Dr. Corey to explain some of the things he talks about here, please drop us a line, send us a message. We will be sure to ask him. We only had about, we only had 30 minutes, so we only got through about three or four questions. Um, but again, if you guys have got questions, please ask, let us ask. We'll ask for you. I'm not scared. Absolutely. Don't we don't live in California. So if you do, you have a vested interest in what's happening in your state. Of course, we have a vested interest in what's happening in the entire country um, as well as our state. But, you know, we we want to be able to ask those questions on y'all's behalf. And so. we kind of want to sound semi-intelligent and not so stupid. I mean, I'm just saying. <laughs> I don't know. Good luck with Maybe that. Maybe y'all enjoy that. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't care. Either way, uh, enjoy. And uh, without any further ado, enjoy. And welcome back, fuckers, to another edition of the Patriot Party Podcast. I am the Mick. And with me, of course, is my beloved better half. Hello, Patriots. And today we got a special guest for you all the way from California and the great hole that California is, um, the land of fruits and nuts and not a fruit and nut himself, none other than Dr. Cordy Williams. Sir, how are you? And welcome. Well, thanks for having me. I am, I am honored to be on and, and, um, you guys are amazing patriots and love your heart and your spirit that you guys have for God and country. And, um, yeah. I, I can't disagree with everything you said. You know, I, I used to say California. Now I'm saying we're about to be California again because there's a lot of people that want to change California and change America. And, um, I, you know, I think it's only a matter of time before it happens because who knows what the real totals were um, in the last election and what they were in California. So, yeah, But I would agree with you. Yes, it is the land of weirdos for sure. <laughs> I understand California actually went red from all of our friends and relatives there, so we were absolutely not convinced that California went red. Yeah, no, and and um, you know, I think it went red as well. Um, and it, it it sounds a little bit faint, um, uh, uh, kind of hearing you. I don't know if it's on my end or what, but um, no, I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if it did go red. I mean, you look at Beverly Hills and you look at the massive amounts of people we had. I mean, probably. I don't know, a good at times, a good 10,000 plus in some of these street rallies that were in kind of L.A., Beverly Hills area um, and then just up and down the coast. I mean, from from the recall to pro-Trump supporters, uh, just people actively wanting more of this, more constitution, uh, more red, white and blue values. And and, I mean, you can see it everywhere all across California, for sure. So we actually first met in Tampa. at uh, Clay Clark's event, so that was, okay. that was a fantastic event. We heard you speak there, uh, but I know a lot of our listeners did not hear that. So I understand you started the 1776 Forever Free Project, and now you're running for Senate. Is that correct? Well, so we, we launched an exploratory committee in mid-June, um, and basically what, what that is, if you don't know what that means, it basically means we're vetting through all the um, swamp creature liars, um, uh, basically all the people that have made politics what it is today um, and, and kind of vetting to find maybe the, the, the half a percentage point that is actually honest um, and actually has the best interests of the country there. Um, so that's what we've spent our time doing since June. 
Um, but there will be an amazing announcement, uh, like I suspect, coming in the next five to seven days. We're pretty much waiting on paperwork right now and all that. Um, and uh, God has told us to pull the trigger now. So very soon we will have a, a forthcoming announcement. But yeah, 1776 was founded just off of wanting folks to be able to have a place to land, uh, regardless of gender, race, um, you know, all the things they try to divide us on, regardless of whether you voted for Sleepy Jay or whether, whether you voted for Trump or Bernie and his mittens up to his face, really doesn't matter who you voted for. If you believe in red, white, and blue values, and you believe that our families should have choice, choice in what we put into our kids' heads, but also choice in what we put into our kids' veins, um, then we want you to stand with us. Like at the end of the day, we can all agree on one thing that we want to raise our kids in love and kindness the way we choose, not the way big government chooses. And that really is kind of the fundamental um, underpinnings to the Constitution is choice. Um, you take away choice, you take away the Republic. So that's what 1776 came, uh, 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 kind of was founded from, you know, a video got 20 million uh, hits uh, uh, of me talking down some riot gear police at the Capitol. It went viral. Um, and that was just another kind of, kind of example of government overreach. And in the face of that, people being kind of, you know, government trying to say, hey, we don't want you to have choice here. Yeah, we were there that day too. So, um, as we found out, you were there as well. Yeah. And uh, we also uh, we I saw the hit piece at uh, that local NBC station. I guess a local NBC NBC affiliate there in uh, California did on you. Uh, watch that this morning, and I was like, well, that just seems uh, you were you were like where we were. We were never even in the Capitol. We weren't even near the Capitol, but uh, we were there. Um, with that, you've got a. Um, I know you know Candace Taylor. Uh, she's spoken highly of you, um, and we've already endorsed her, and we've already had her on, had her kind of go through the whole shtick itself. And uh, with that, one of the things that I, I brought up, one of my first questions to her was her stance, especially because um, I understand what, what you told us, at least in Tampa, is that you're going to run for U.S. Senate. Um, and I'm pretty sure I already know the answers to these questions, but the big ones, obviously, being guns, the election. Um, obviously, we've already talked about the election, and uh, but guns, where do you stand on guns? I'm pretty sure I know the answer to this, but um, just just in case everybody else isn't clear on what your answer is. Well, there we go. That kind of narrows that one down. Um, I've got a concealed carry. I've got a concealed carry. I'm one of probably 5,000 people um, in the state of California that have a concealed carry. Um, but, but since you asked me, I can't help myself. I had to do that, but yeah, no, I mean, one of our most sacred rights, if you go back to the, the Anglo Saxons, you go back to a faction of people known as the Saxons. A lot of people don't know that. Um, they had a, a, almost like a small saber. I would call it a knife that they carried on their person called a sax. And the sax was part of your Liberty when you were by the tribal group, when you were being. Uh, disciplined, if you will, what they would do to take away your liberty or almost shame you is they would take away your sacks. And so when we think about keeping something on our person, the right to bear arms, which in 1776 terms or, you know, 1781, 1787, when the, when the constitution was signed, you think of the right to bear arms is to have it on your person. You don't need a CCW to do that, right? It, it's, it's from God and it's from our forefathers that second amendment gave us the ability to do that. But the sacks was a way of them keeping their liberty and keeping their honor amongst one another. 
And so when you took that away, it was almost robbing a man or a woman of their man or womanhood, their right to like be a free citizen. Um, and so, yeah, I, I'm a huge proponent of it. Um, you know, I think that, you know, you could go all day long with somebody that has a different ideology about it and argue gun control. Um, and the stats just don't match up with in these murderous, tyrannical areas. Um, the, you know, the stats don't match up with that uh, you need less guns. The stats always show that you need more. And more is always a deterrent uh, for people doing the right thing. It's funny when you know that everyone has taken um, old, old Betsy that I have here to my left and, and, and they have possession of that. It's funny how people are kind of like, I don't know if I'm going to go into that home. He's got a NRA sticker and a Marine Corps sticker, and he might have something to say about me, like breaking through his door right now. Right. And, and when you take that away and you restrict Americans, you're seeing what's happening in blue states like New York and Chicago and all that choice again, choice. You want to carry a gun? You should be able to, you don't want to carry one. Cool. Just don't tell me I can't carry mine. Agreed. Yeah, we're all about you do you. You just let me do me. So as I call it, it's trigger right? control. It's not really gun control, but it's trigger control. That's it. I'm yeah. What you're grouping. Yeah. All right, you're next. Uh, so I am. People, um, people kill people. Exactly. I still have guns sitting in the corner, and they haven't moved yet. I've been waiting for them to attack somebody, and they're still standing there. <laughs> so, uh, our friend Casey Jones from the Fieldback Report. Uh, she said she's met you a couple times, actually. So she had a, a question. Uh, what do you plan to do if you do get into the Senate, if you do run, because California is so swamped with dirty dems and rhinos? What's your priority? Yeah, you know, honestly, my my priority is going to be getting legislation through to just stop, stop all these these radical um, um, overtures and government overreaches by not only the federal government, but to your point, the swamp on on both sides. You know, uh, you know, I heard it said best. Um, I think it was a Fox reporter the other night that said, um, you know, it's almost like they're creating seven different diversions, whether you go to Afghanistan, you go to the variant, you go to the, the forced vaccination, the passport, there's all these different things. And what's happening while all these balls, you know, it's like a waiter trying to spin the pizza and the spaghetti and all that, right? While they're creating all these diversions or psyops, what they're doing is getting more control. Look at the inflation rate. Look at the government programs that are out there. I think, you know, as Congress, as as a, a body of the Senate, right, and as 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 the House of Representatives, I think congressional leaders need to just be really trying to just tell their constituents and really voice their opinion in Washington to say, hey, let's get all through, let's get through all the crap, and let's just stop the faucet, whether it be immigration. Uh, whether it be these these mandates, you know, I just got off a, a show with Matt Buff this morning and he was about to interview Dan Crenshaw. And regardless of what your opinion is or isn't on Dan Crenshaw, they were about to talk about the forced vaccine mandates. And that's one of the biggest things that um, Americans across the country, um, school children have been most impacted by. And I think congressional leaders need to grow some testicles, testicular uh, uh, fortitude and really stand up for their constituents and say, you know what? I'm not concerned about passing more legislation right now. I'm concerned with stopping the tyranny. So my, my, my first action is gonna be to show people what a real man looks like, to show congressional leaders what, what a real guy looks like that wants to change America, 
that doesn't want to stay in 18 years and, and ha have his, not only his ass polished, but also his shoes, somebody that really wants to fight for America. Um, so, you know, I, I want to go scorched earth on all these Luciferians. I want to stop these bills that are getting us up to this trillion dollar budget. I want to show congressional leaders what true leadership looks like and what actually having testicles and looking down and actually seeing your manhood looks like um, again, because I don't think we have that in Washington. We have a handful of people. We have guys like Madison Cawthorn, right? We have folks like Jim Jordan. I mean, it's a small handful of four or five that I can name that have really like shown up from the beginning to have Patriot first. I don't want to say American first because God forbid, you know, that, 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 that I like Donald Trump. I'm a diehard Trumpster. I'm a diehard Jesus freak. But it's not about who I worship or who I voted for. I represent everybody. If you identify with whatever, you know, or you worship whatever, when I put my right hand up for the U.S. Senate, for the great state of California, representing them in the U.S. Capitol, I'm going to represent everybody. And the, the number one thing I want my constituents of California to have is choice. That's that's the bottom line. And every every congressman and congresswoman and senator out there should be fighting for that. And if they're not, they need to really, really question what the hell they're doing at the U.S. Capitol because they have no place there. Well, and with that, you know, you brought up like uh, Rand Paul, I believe, is probably on that little short list of yes, four or five yeah, individuals I that forgot. have showed up from day one. And Rand Paul is a, I, I, I agree with, I agree with Rand Paul. And I think he's a God. I, I don't, I'm not necessarily a libertarian. I'm definitely a conservative. However, in that, um, in that auspices of it, uh, and actually one of our listeners brought this to our attention. She said, California itself is turning into such a liberal cesspool. It's hard to keep the fire alive inside what drives us to stay and fight for California. We need less gun laws, no tyrannical government mandates, harder crime punishment, and fix the issues with the uh, voting integrity and stop CRT and sexualization of children and pedophilia. What exactly may Californians do to save their state? And what is your, I mean, I think you've answered this already. What is your primary priority when you get to Washington? And, uh, but what, what do California Californians do to save their state. I mean, you've got some people that just can't move out of California. The ones that have moved, they're already gone. They've, they're gone. Yeah. They've moved to Texas. They moved to uh, uh, more red states. Um, but you got a lot of folks that just can't move California. So I guess what do the Californians do now from this point forward? Civil disobedience. And one of the things I'm going to be doing, even as I give up my position with 1776 and I'm campaigning is I'm still going to be, I mean, we're in the planning phases. I've got a call at 2.30 today, um, and, and I'm not going to say who it's with, but a high-level official in the San Diego County area, and, and we're talk, we've got something that I think is going to make national press in the next three weeks, and I'll tell you guys offline what it is, um, but, but you're going to see that we're mobilizing people. We're teaching them civil disobedience, because even as a senator, I represent choice for everyone, and I encourage Anytime government, state or federal, takes away your choice, takes away your right to choose, or you interfere with my right to choose, you're taking away my Fifth and Fourteenth Amendment, which is the deprivation of choice. Essentially, that's what those two amendments say. And so I, I'm going to encourage residents, citizens of the state of California, 1776 Forever Free will teach you, along with a guy named Eric Hilton, that's a good friend of mine that I met in Colorado Springs, we're going to teach you how to civilly dis disobey 
just like Martin Luther King Jr. did, just like he did with the walk at Selma. There's so much power. Just look at what Southwest Airline employees did today or, or yesterday and even going into today and look how much power they got in a 24-hour period. I guarantee right now there are CEOs of every major airline. They're changing their underwear right now because we the people have answered. It's not about litigation and education. Those have been played out. Those are long-term plays. You want to throw some dimes down the field? You want to throw some touchdowns? That's all about civil disobedience. You hurt their pocketbook and you hurt their pocketbook with you saying, rising up and saying verbally and, and physically saying, you know what, I'm not showing up for work today. When you're united on that front and you take money out of their pockets and you affect their bottom line, watch if policy changes, serious ones aren't made by these airlines and they'll find some BS excuse, but at the end of the day, you hurt their money and all of a sudden, oh, we don't think this or some special advisor said this. I mean, just like they did yesterday. Oh, we had bad weather problems and the FAA was having problems with planes. And then Fox News reported today. Well, actually, the FAA reported that there were no issues with, with air traffic control or taking off or landing planes. And no other airline had any weather problems. Nothing to see there, though, right? Well, some of the things that kind of happened in conjunction with that just happens to be where kind of where we live uh, down yeah. in Jacksonville. Uh, ATC was shut down last night. Uh, or I'm sorry, Friday night, uh, because uh, nobody showed up for work because the mandate went into effect for air traffic controllers and they didn't show up to work and they had a whole a blank shift and there was nobody there to answer the radio calls at air traffic control in Jacksonville, which is kind of all kind of falls in line with the uh, Southwest and all that stuff. But uh, okay, so civil disobedience is the answer. I would agree with that. I can't disagree with that one. Do not comply. So that's, that's kind of how we live, you know. Um, well, and I mean, really, it's as simple not to interrupt you guys, but it's as simple as getting groups together. And that's what we're doing with our chapters. <clears throat> you know, sometimes people don't understand. I'm not. My organization has done a lot in a very short period of time, um, but we're not we don't have a hundred million dollar Charlie Kirk budget. OK, we don't have ninety five thousand volunteers. We're ran by five people. OK, and I'm one of those five. And we've been able to do a lot. We've probably had 15 to 20 chapter applications. So what I would tell folks is if you got in one guy, God bless him from Florida. He's like, if I don't get it, I'm going to go a different route. It's like, dude, relax. It's been two weeks. Okay. This is an Amazon, right? You don't get your shirt. Oh, I ordered it. It's at my doorstep. Doesn't, doesn't really work that way. But what we're implementing with the chapters is teaching people the civil disobedience, getting people together. And through doing that saying, well, how many bankers or mortgage lenders or attorneys do we have in the room? Awesome. These people meet weekly in the chapter. We stream the constitution to them. And in addition to watching the constitution, they're prepared for civil disobedience. And what we start getting them to do is in their workplace, in their field or industry that they work in, we get them to go to Sally, Tommy and Johnny that they've worked with for 20 years, who they know are like-minded and patriots like them, right? And say, hey, do you want to get in this chapter? Do you want to get into this group? Yes, I do. And then you ask the room of, hopefully it grows to 30, 40 people that you're doing in your house or at your church. You ask them over time after you've assembled, who is like-minded in your workplace like you? Well, what tyranny do you have in your workplace? Well, they're talking about doing a vaccine mandate on the 21st of December. Oh, awesome. Well, we've established this group that we've been raising up for over um, 30 to 60 days or whatever the time period's been after they've established it. 
They've now learned their constitutional rights. You found out key people that are involved in key industries. They've been recruiting people and getting people in. We've been teaching them civil disobedience. And when anybody in that group has a problem in their industry, that chapter and other chapters are mobilized to, and set up and trained to do a walkout or to do something where they agree, hey, we're going to walk out and we're not going to work for five days. That's the type of mobilization effort that it's going to take um, to beat these demonic creeps. We've got so, to really, really start to get organized. So essentially what your organization does is organize. Uh, is Honestly, that's what, what the prop. Uh, the big part of it is how to organize, how to get the group, also teach the classes, obviously, about civil disobedience, um, obviously not getting arrested and whatnot like that. But you're propagating organization, which is really what the Dems have way over every conservative group out there, because conservatives, we we don't know how to organize. We've never really had to do that before. Our grassroots efforts are just starting. For instance, your organization is a perfect example of that. And teaching people how to organize is one of the things the liberals have had on us for years. And uh, I can that I can completely get behind. I completely understand that. That's pretty much what a lot of conservative groups need. And And, and I mean, the battlefield, I think what's made it difficult, pardon me for saying for all of us is, you know, the battlefield has been changing weekly and daily, just like the news cycle. I mean, just look at how much the last six to eight months has changed between media attention on January 6th, the elections, the recall, um, uh, facial kind of mandates, vaccine mandates, do this in the school, do that. But there's so much going on. It's like as a, as a parent and as a former Marine and as an American, we're all kind of just trying to like brace on, on how to tackle. Like initially you talked to me six months ago, brother, I was totally about education. I was totally about litigation. But then as you see the courts fail you or they don't protect you or politicians don't fail you and they don't protect you, then you have to have kind of an ulterior angle or an ulterior motive. So you know, what my organization first started out being just really an educational foundation. It started in activism, it moved to education, and now it's really going back to its roots, which is activism, because we're just seeing the writing on the wall. Like if we don't civilly disobey, and for example, there's a lot of morons out there talking about not voting. If you don't vote, you will be steamrolled into communism before you can wipe your tail on the toilet after you're dropping a Pelosi. I mean, that's how quickly it'll happen. Um, it, I, I mean, it'll be like that. And so so anybody that's listening, you know, one of the things I don't agree with Sidney Powell about is um, I agree we shouldn't support the parties, but we have to support the individuals, meaning those running for office, whether they're conservative, libertarian, I, I don't think there's much difference anymore. I think it's constitutionalist. Are you about choice or are you not? Do you have red, white, and blue constitutional values? And if you do, man, I'm, I'm checking the box next to your name. I'm voting for you. Yeah, I agree with that because honestly, I think most of Washington, there's there's no more Democrats or Republicans. It's a uniparty. It's, it, they, they use things like gender identity and politics and religion and all these things to divide us, to make us fight yeah. each other so that we don't pay attention to how badly they're screwing us because they pretend to be on different sides, but they're really on the same side. And it's now yeah. everybody's time to choose a side. Either you're, you're for the people and for the constitution, or you're for the elite over, overlords that are trying to rule over us. They've forgotten that they work for us and that yeah. we don't work for them. 
Um, I would rather tell people not to pay their taxes than not to vote. I think everyone should go and vote um, and in person on election day. But uh, I mean, if they're just going to waste our money and, and throw good money after bad, then I don't want to give them anymore. Yeah. I, know, I know you can't say that, but <laughs> I can. So. Um, well, and, 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 and I mean, it's one of those things. I mean, I think that supporting candidates is is really where it's at. Supporting candidates, getting behind candidates is 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 the key to this whole operation right now. Um, but you can't have there's no silver bullet. People think it's it's, you know, a silver bullet and oh, there's no sense in running until the machines and the ballots are fixed. OK, cool. Keep saying that. And when you're standing in a bread line and somebody like Adolf Newsom is handing you your portion of food or his henchmen are, are, are checking you when you're trying to drive, you know, three blocks to see your grandmother. Tell me how you feel then, because this this tyranny is moving at such a rapid rate. Look at inflation rates right now. Look at what's happening at the border. Every America first thing that Donald J. Trump did is being reversed and it's being reversed dramatically. And you're seeing the impact of the differences and and somebody that is for America and somebody that's against America. And it's not about Joe Biden. It's not about Donald Trump. I'm ashamed to say I voted for Barack Obama for two terms, for two terms. I would have voted for Clinton when I was a kid. I was raised Republican. So you can see what the brainwashing has done. But my point for saying about that, uh, like saying that this is about our kids. This is about our country. This is no longer about party saying that it's about race, party, gender. These are all that's straight out of the Communist Manifesto. That's straight out of Karl Marx. So if you really want to see who the communists are, read from the communist playbook. There's a great book uh, called The Naked Communist, okay, which which was written off of Karl Marx's work. Um, 1963, January 10th, the Honorable A.S. Harlan from Florida uh, stood on the floor of U.S. Congress and talked about the 45 points of tyranny that are outlined in The Naked Communist. You can see all those points of tyranny. So the people pointing the fingers at, oh, these guys are white supremacists and a guy with a flag behind him. Oh, he's an erectionist, as crying Chuck would say, because he can't say insurrectionist. And I guess he has a personal problem. I don't know. But but those people that are saying that those are the people that you should be worried about, because straight out of the communist, like, don't take my word for it. Look it up. Do your own research. We have too many people listening to pundits, influencers and podcasters and not, become, not becoming educated themselves, right? I mean, I don't take anything for, um, you know, I don't see anything as the gospel unless I've seen it with my own two eyes. And I can tell you there's two resources that I trust. The Gateway Pundit, Epic Times, well, three, and Jesus. Jesus first, obviously. If it doesn't come from those three, I'm going to look it up with a little bit more scrutiny than if it comes from Epic Times or the Gateway Pundit. Because I've just seen their reporting. Their reporting's always been accurate. I have yet to see, you know, and if they ever have, I know the integrity of those two organizations. I know that they would do a retraction. They have no problem doing retractions, but I've never seen a retraction because they're always spot on. Yeah, I was going to say the only gospel is the Bible. Um, anything else, yeah. I, I like to look up and, and verify myself, and, and Mick likes to double and triple verify it behind me. So um, we, we do a lot of that. But uh, speaking of Newsom, uh, one of our Listeners, actually, our, our friend Jack, who does a, a regular rant on the podcast, um, 
this is from Brad. He said, uh, it's clear that Newsom stole the recall and stayed in chair. So why is there no one official addressing the 400,000 plus votes in favor to recall Newsom that suddenly disappeared on national news? Well, here's what people have to understand. I think it's a great question, but here's what a lot of people outside of California don't understand. And it's not because they're not intelligent. It's because the media has covered this up. There's five reasons why we lost the recall election. Okay. The first reason why we lost the recall election is because we got outspent. They spent uh, estimates are 90 million all the way. I've heard as high as $200 million against us. There was about 20 million in the Republican pot there, if you will, or in the recall Gavin 2020 pot, but three other packs that got on after we got the signatures took that 20 million and a bunch of people were getting paid. <laughs> so Orrin Heatley and Mike Netters actual pot that they had to fight was probably realistically two or 3 million. Okay. That they were, that they were kind of dealing with there. Um, and that is that, that, I mean, that is just crumbs. That is breadcrumbs compared to a 90 million to $200 million budget. Um, then you have the Republican party nationally wasn't helping the Republican party from a state standpoint, wasn't helping. Um, they legally passed. I want everybody to hear this. They legally passed because you can pass a bill in the House and the Senate or State Assembly of California in about 24 hours because they have a supermajority. It can be signed into law by Adolf that quick because they have a supermajority. OK, so what people need to understand is there were um, 22 million mail in ballots, OK, that were mailed out four months prior to the actual recall election. So legally, because of the emergency authorization, Newsom and the Democrats found a way to rig the system. Is it rigged? Yes, it is. Is it legal under the rigging? Yes, it is. Does that make sense? So basically, they changed the law because they control the system in California to dictate this. So technically, it's, it's a legal, unethical loophole. Does that make it right? Does that make it constitutionally sound or fair? You could argue that in some senses, no, but they rigged it. And we sat on our thumbs in a circle and, you know, you, you can you can use your imagination for the rest of that that profane rant. I won't do it on your show. That's and okay. we, we pass all the time on our show. You're welcome to it. What's that? I said we pass on our show all the time. Corey. You're welcome we to watched, it. We watched idly by. Uh, yeah, I know, but I'm supposed to limit my cousin. Yes, I know. Yeah, you're, you're eventually running for office. Yes, yes, which there's already enough dirt on me where I've said the F-bomb a million times. But but like, so that would be like point three or four. Um, gosh, I could go on. I could go on. Those are the primary points. No support from the Republican parties um, nationally, locally. Uh, you have the money issue. You have the 22 million mail-in uh, mail ballots that were mailed out. And that was done under the emergency order, emergency authorization. Um, and then the final one, I think this is point five, if you add them all up individually, was the Democrats kept talking about question one, which was, do you support the recall? All Newsom was doing was talking to the same liberal talking points he always has, which is what? These are white supremacists. Yep. These are misogynists. These are Trump people. This is all a Trump recall. He did all that. And what were the 64 people that were kind of running, talking about their platform, what they were going to do? They weren't talking about what he didn't do. So you throw those five things 
into the bag and you have a real damn mess. And you, and you know, you brought up a good point there. It was 64. That's something I never quite understood. There were 64 people running against one guy. And uh, you would think that maybe of those 64 folks, we would have toned that down to one, maybe two, just so we could get an actual number because all they did was steal votes out of each other's pockets. I mean, that's really what it boiled down to. And I know there were front runners. I know Larry Elder was out there. Uh, uh, all the other ones that were out there. I, I understand that. But even Larry Elder said it. Yeah, we lost, but we lost because we just didn't spend enough money, which I think is ridiculous as well. I mean, I understand that's politics today, but I know we've only got you for 30 minutes and I know this week has not gone the way you wanted to. Um, and I can tell you right now from both me and V Lynn, uh, we're praying for you and your family and hope you all uh, stay strong for the rest of the week. Uh, but before we go, how do people find you and how do people volunteer? How do people get involved with the organization? If they want to start a 70, for instance, if I wanted to start 1776 forever free right here in Savannah, Georgia, how would I do it? Yeah. Go to 1776foreverfree.com. On the far right of the page, there's a form, form a chapter link. We're about 20 to 30 applications behind right now, um, but we're going to start doing that. We're printing those off today. I mean, they're back two weeks because what people got to remember is a team of five, and then you put me on the road for 14 days, <coughs> and we're kind of steering the ship mobily. So basically what's going to happen is uh, – you can go to 1776foreverfree.com, go to the far right of the page, click on the form a chapter link, um, and we'll be in touch with you. Do a quick interview. We'll vet you as long as you're not a communist or a Luciferian or, you know, you worship BLM or Antifa, um, you're probably going to be able to form a chapter. Okay. And uh, when when are you, are you going to drop anywhere specific that you're actually running, what office you're running for, who you're going to be contending against? I mean, is there somewhere... Uh, I'm sure you're going to start a, a, a I'm sure yeah. you can have some sort of a website that we'll yep. be able to send people to as well. So because of federal election commission um, uh, kind of rules, which are basically a way for the left to attack red, white and blue Americans like myself. Um, that's basically what it is. Um, I can't say what office it is, but very soon we'll have a special announcement. And um, there's a lady that's in the White House um, that is. Uh, African-American, okay, um, that left California, and her seat was filled by a guy named Alex Padilla. So that's all I'm going to say. Gotcha. So that'll give you an idea of, of, of what I'm up to, and our, our announcement will be forthcoming. There will be a bu bunch of um, uh, different news programs we're on. We'll do a press release on it, and we may even be doing an actual event around that announcement. We are just waiting, honestly, for paperwork. Uh, some of the paperwork got up to Sacramento this past Thursday, but today is um, Columbus Day or White Supremacist Racist Day, which oh, is a Indigenous Peoples Day now, right? Indigenous, What's that? It's Indigenous Peoples Day now. Oh, okay. That's the most well, ridiculous thing I've ever heard. Well, whatever. I'm choosing to identify as a raccoon right now, so I'm technically not a human being or a man. Well, don't worry about it. I'm a leprechaun, so we're all good. Okay, great. We got the little people covered. You know what I'm saying? We do. We do. We do. I may choose to be a pink unicorn a few minutes from now. So if you guys address me as a raccoon, I won't answer. Just well, you did come out of the Navy, right? So that, that makes sense. Uh, well, Marines, Marines. <laughs> still said Department of the Navy on your paycheck. Come on, fight fair. Fight fair. We're still, we're still stuck on ships for a long time. So well, that's, whatever. That's true. We had a, a Marine dog for a long time. So. Um, but all, all jokes aside, though, all jokes aside, I, I poke fun on that. You know, one of the most beautiful things that, that, that we've had in our movement is 
and I'm saying this, we've had a bunch of transgender folks support us and a bunch of um, the LGBTQ community come out to our events um, because they believe in choice. So taking jokes out of it and, and not playing around and, you know, we're not trying to hurt anybody's feelings, but some of these laws have taken away our choice. And that's yep. kind of what we're saying. You know, if, if you want to identify as something different, great. But why should my little girl who's three years old have to be in a bathroom with somebody that's pulling out his dangling right next to her? And I don't have a little girl. I'm saying if I did, why is that right? Because that's an invasion of my fifth and 14th Amendment. Correct. No argument there. So uh, is, other than that, uh, like I said, we're, we got you for 30 minutes. So we're going to turn you back over to your uh, your folks that be. Um, and again, if anybody's got any more questions, please let us know. We will definitely ask him. We're definitely going to bring you back on once you, whenever you make your announcement and you get some time and you actually have some free time, hopefully for a little bit longer than 30 minutes, where we can really grill you and ask you some good questions and narrow down some of the parts where we're yet. An hour next time. Okay. There you go. There you go. Awesome. So, um, yeah, my word. All right. Are you on uh, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook? On, on all of it. It's either Dr. Cordy W. D-R-C-O-R-D-I-E-W. And then my main Instagram account is Dr. Cordy Williams, D-R-C-O-R-D-I-E, and then Williams. And of course, look up the Forever Free, uh, 1776 Forever Free Foundation and uh, learn what you can. And hopefully they can uh, help you out if you're looking to start one of these chapters. I appreciate your time, sir. And uh, we look forward to having you back. Thanks for coming on. I look forward to coming back and thanks for having me on. And, and God bless you guys and Semper Fi. Same to you, sir. God bless you, and we're keeping you in our prayers. Yes, sir. God bless you guys. See All you guys right. later. Have a blessed Have a day. One.